Welcome to the Wesley Discipleship Podcast with Aaron Vickroy. This is a practical conversation about ways to assist the people you disciple to take their next steps with God. Hey guys, welcome to the Discipleship Podcast. Nate here, join along with Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about within discipleship, obviously we walk alongside our people and that we're entrusted with, and we love helping them go through the situations in life that come up. But sometimes one of the most difficult parts about discipleship is trying to come up with an answer to questions or just situations that we just don't know the answer to. Yeah, for sure. That's a that's a big deal, and, and it comes up so often because there are many times when the people that we're meeting with are going through something that we've just never gone through, um, or, or they're experiencing something that 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 isn't explicitly outlined in the Bible, right? Like the 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 idea that we can go to the Bible and just flip it open and find the answer to our problem, like that's just a hoax. That that is you being fed a solution that just isn't real. I mean, the Bible is, is something that we have to read time and time again to even be again to understand the truth in it, and then you have to figure out how do you then apply that the knowledge it gives you about God to your life. And that's a tough situation because a lot of times we may know that if we just tell our dis- the people that we disciple, hey, if you read the Bible, if you trust this principle that God has for you, that we know that's the answer. But sometimes just saying that simply isn't enough in the moment. Sure. It's kind of funny. I was talking to a, uh, a former intern uh, last week that my wife disciples or she used to disciple, and uh, I asked this girl, I said, you know, like, what do you think I should do about this certain situation? Just kind of curious about her opinion. And she looked at me, and she said, I'm going to tell you what Leah told me for three years every time I asked her a question about what I should do. She used to look at me and say, that's just something you and the Lord are going to have to figure out together. And it just drove me crazy. I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, just tell me what you think. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it because Leah would never tell you what she thought. I'm like, well, how, how did you feel? She goes, it frustrated me. And I was like, that's how I feel right now. Like, I could just throw my shoe at you. It just made me so angry. Just give me the answer. And there are so many times that we just want the people that we meet with to give us the answers when we get discipled ourselves and... Therefore, we want to be able to give the people we meet with answers because that's what we expect of other people. And yet, the best disciplers aren't like me, who has an answer to every question. They're the ones that are like my wife, who direct us towards our relationship with God to find the solution. Because then we don't just find the right answers, we actually find deeper intimacy with Him. And it's a humbling circumstance to be in when you don't have the answer but it's important to recognize our role as a disciple is not to have the answer to every problem, but it's to help walk alongside with those we disciple and help lead them towards Jesus. And if sometimes telling them, hey, I don't know what to say, you're going to have to figure that out with Jesus, that's going to be the answer. But alongside that too, Aaron, it almost feels like you're failing as a disciple or giving someone another person to talk to or giving them another resource. But what does that process look like in discipleship? Yeah, I, I think you as their discipler, you're not meant to be the person with all the answers. You're not meant to be this vending machine uh, that gives responses to every question. 
You're meant to be someone who cares for them. At the beginning of the year, um, back in April, actually, I was talking to our first-year discipleship students. So, so a lot of freshmen, but then sophomores and some juniors who were signing up for Lead or Grow for the very first time. And when I was talking to them, here's what I told them. I said, one of the reasons we do discipleship is because you don't just need people to care about you. You need people to care for you. And the truth is that Bob cares deeply about every single student that we disciple, whether he knows them or not. Our directors, our intern staff, we care about every student at Wesley because we have just become convinced that they should matter to us because they matter to God. But here's the deal. I just said that Bob doesn't know every student's name. So he cares about them, but he doesn't actually care for them. He's not actively caring for them in their life, and that's what the discipler is there for, is to care for them when a lot of other people may simply just care about them. And so as the discipler, what that kind of does is it reframes what we're there for, to care. It's not give them all the answers. It's not to make them feel good every time they feel bad. It's, it's, it's not to, to quote-unquote, brighten up their day when things aren't going well. It's to simply care. And sometimes you will do well in that, and sometimes maybe something will still be wrong or things won't go uh, perfectly in that meeting, that doesn't mean that you haven't done it well, though. Because the definition of caring for someone well isn't defined by if their situations change or not. If now all of a sudden they feel great about life when they used to feel bad. Caring for somebody is doing what you can in order to help them take that next step into what God has for them, right? And so I think a, a, a big thing is Sometimes caring for them is sharing your thoughts and sharing your opinion and giving them advice and wisdom. But other times caring for them is pointing them in the direction where they can find what God has for them next. Some of the most caring things I've ever done for the people I disciple is tell them who to go to have a counseling meeting with. Because I'm not a trained uh, professional when it comes to mental health. But I know people who are. I go to people who are, and they've helped me tremendously. And I'm like, man, if, if somebody was able to help you figure out how to think about life the way that my counselor has helped me think about life, your life would change. Okay, let me give you a name. <laughs> let me give you a number to call. And that might be the most caring thing I did that whole meeting, even though I talked to them, even though I let them share with me their problems, even though I did probably give them some advice because that's what I do, and even though I prayed for them. But sometimes the most helpful thing that we do is to point them in a different direction because they can get more help there. Yeah, and it's such an important tool to be able to acknowledge that you don't know the answers. And I think that's a very important lesson you have to learn being a discipler. But as that goes on and you're able to understand how to turn tor people towards Jesus, even when you don't know the answer, it can just become such a powerful tool. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the things that I think is really important for us as disciplers to realize, especially those of us who love to have answers and we love to have thoughts and we love to have advice, is that 
one of the most important things, one of the most effective and significant things that you can offer somebody is your presence. I, I am in seminary, and I took a class probably like five or six years ago, and it was all about um, how pastors are supposed to take care of, in essence, the people in their church. And I remember uh, my professor said that there's nothing more powerful than the ministry of presence. In other words, you simply being there will have the most profound and impactful effect on that person more than anything you'll do, more than any piece of wisdom, more than any piece of advice, more than that Bible verse that you'll read over them that has a lot of great truth in it. You just being there and you ministering to them by having your presence with them will make all the difference. And so in those moments where saying nothing doesn't seem like it's good enough, it just might be. If you're there with them, letting them know you care and letting them know that they're not in this alone. One of the words I love is encouragement. Because when I think of what encouragement is, is it is putting courage in somebody to believe that they can get through whatever situation they're in. And sometimes all they need to know to have that courage that they need is just to know they're not alone. To know that somebody else is there for them and with them in the midst of what they have going on. Well, that's great, Aaron. And thank you so much. Yeah, again, that's just such a powerful tool to understand. We don't have to have every answer, but presence is just such an important tool. But with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you.